Okay, so we're not talking about abandoned Jaffa Cake factories just yet. No. That's what I had in mind. Okay. So, Hello, and welcome to the end of your episode of Cameron and Kyle Talk Games. Hello, I'm Kyle. And by definition on that, I'm Cameron. Yeah, it's not the other way around. Oh, not really. That would be very confusing. I didn't, I didn't call you after me either. You're not Cameron Jr. I thought it was a bit naff. No. To be honest. Yeah. Imagine just pe- imagine people imagine like kids asking, Dad, what am I named after? You're named after you named after your granddad. Oh, so you couldn't think of anything original? Mm, kinda. You know, works for the royal family, I suppose. Yeah. But you know, no. But for ages and ages, I remember like when you were first born, there was a guy that said, you know, oh, is that Kyle as in the guy in Star Wars? And I was at the time, I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And then I thought about it later on, had no clue what the hell he meant. And then it took me years to realise that in um, it's Jedi Knight on the PC, mm-hmm. the main character is called Kyle, and that's yes. who he meant. Well, it's good to know that there is a Star Wars character named as has the same name as me. And the, yeah, well, yeah, who I'm Kyle named was. after. No, yeah. I hope. Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hi. Right, crack on. Okay. So, right, end of year episode. We've got a good bit to talk about mm-hmm. today in terms of news. So, first, news first. first item of news: Cyberpunk 2077 is oh. not very punk. God, no, it's not punk. No, it's not no, punk. It's, it's That's very... not punk. It's, well, there's many issues with the uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Versions. There's issues with, the, with seemingly every single version of Cyberpunk 2077, but especially on base level, what we can now probably call last gen consoles, because they came on yeah. both PS5 and I've got the PS4 and view here. It's okay. It's yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's still have use as long as Disney Infinity 3.0 doesn't get ported. To... We don't have 500 quid to spend on a PS5 just yet. Okay. We might not for a long time. But, you're scared um, for now. You're keeping just now. Yeah, so okay. Cyberpunk comes out, and on day one, there's... And bear in mind, Cyberpunk has been delayed three times. Mm-hmm. It was originally mm-hmm. supposed to come out in April, May time. Mm-hmm. But then, it obviously got delayed, and that's fine. Then it was going to come out about August, I think, September? And then they delayed it until November. Why don't they just not say a release date and be like Nintendo? Because I think then people would demand the release date. Because it's that overhyped. Okay. We now have this weird situation where they've released it just on the turn of a console generation. So it's obviously been designed, I think, with like PS5s and mm-hmm. Series Xs in mind and mm-hmm. high-grade PC setups and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But they've kind of, in that process, forgotten about the stuff they maybe started on mm-hmm. when they first started programming it like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. So the older hardware cannot run this thing mm. at all Just at all no they, there's lots of stories there's a very of, funny animation that I showed you today yes done by the wonderful Pringus Pringus McDingus or Pringus the Dingus sorry that's such his name is he a Nazi no okay <laughs> Just like to keep check on these things, just to make sure they're not. He seems fine. Seems fine, yeah, that's what that's what Germany said. Um so yeah, Cyberpunk. It runs janky as all hell on all the consoles. Mm-hmm. There's C D Project Red have had to have the well, apparently they're getting sued off the investors in the company. Imagine being sued by your own investors. Yes, because C D Project Red Obviously they've released something that's Shonky, and they knew it was. Sony have removed it from the PSN store right now, which is a hell of a thing from Sony to do because obviously it was one of the, you know, it was it was like setting up for be the holiday game kind of thing. And Microsoft apparently have not removed it from the Xbox store, but they have said that if you have bought it, you can return it for a refund, uh, as it were, and they'll like take it off your profile, but they'll give you the money back. 
yeah. if you nice want to. Um, but if you didn't, then you can just, you know, it's your own choice. You can wait for the patches. But the patches might be a long time coming. Yeah, because there'll be some poorer people at work on this. Yes, if uh, you know, CG well, Project yeah. Red, you insisted they weren't going to do crunch, as I've we were talking crunch. about last month, have now done crunch. And have um, the poor buggers love to be, you know, working hard to fix the damn thing. Yeah. Just and get running to some degree of acceptability. Yeah. And it's because they had to meet a deadline. Yeah. So essentially, For it's money. not their fault. It's no, CG Project it's not their fault at all. It's CG not. Project Red being how goes it y'all kids yeah it's this massive massive game that has a it is very ambitious certainly and very um you know the scale's huge in it but it's um it's gonna be a problem always to get it running on there's certain things before it came out that they kind of they cut and you could kind of thought okay that there's wall running in one of the demos and then they admitted that they got rid of all running because it just wasn't working. But I think they've kind of done that and then moved on to something else, mm. um, which is fair enough. Spin dashing? Maybe. Just walking on levels going, wahoo! And then just running uh, wahoo! in Cyberpunk in Night City. So yeah, I feel sorry for the people who actually work for CD yeah. Projekt Red who actually make the game because they've been well and truly shafted over by the uppers because they've seem to have just been in the firing line for all sorts of... You know, yeah, if they didn't release the game and delayed it again, they'd have got it in the neck. Yeah, and now they've released it in possibly an unfinished state they got it in the neck in an ideal world they'd have just canned the older console versions and just concentrated another few months on doing PS5 and Series X versions but that would have really annoyed a lot of people because the yeah. user base of the new consoles isn't quite there yet for it yeah because there's like 8 PS5s in existence well not 8 well 8, it sometimes feels that way when you know Argos are restocking at 3 o'clock in the morning and things like that yeah, and you just got people poised, poised, ready to strike. Yeah, and then scalpers buy like five, seven of those eight, and then and then and go. It's free it. real estate. Yeah. So yeah, I I feel bad for the people who had to work on it because I feel like it's quite bad. And there's also another problem mm-hmm. in cyberpunk, which happens with a lot of games. Last of Us Part Two was one of them, where if anyone dares say anything bad about the game, like how oh yeah, there was one bit that maybe kind of gave me a seizure, they will not. Na- th- oh yeah. Then people will have to be a bit take that very personally, like you've just defended their mother, mm. and um proceed to send seizure-inducing videos to yeah. a reviewer that actually legitimately suffered a seizure. Cyberpunk yeah. 2077 is very fun, I swear. Um, it does seem to have this bizarrely... It's not the only game that has it, but the bizarrely sort of feverant, toxic fan base already before it even come out, which is weird. But, yeah, they're willing to defend it no matter what and mm. say that it's wonderful and how dare you say anything against it. That... That sort of flashing light bit, God knows how that got past everyone. Because yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is in, that is awful. How, I don't know. Nobody went, hey, isn't that going to cause seizures? Yeah, it's kind of one of those moments of, oh, this will get us newspaper headlines. And you don't quite sure they go at it for the free PR. But it's bad publicity, like, but you know. But... Yeah, why would. Anyway, moving on, um, it was the Game Awards a couple days ago. Alright. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 won Game of the Year. Wonderful. Yeah, great. A game which was... Again, crunching up cornflakes. But... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but Animal Crossing got quite well on it, I think. Oh, it's okay then. Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing got well. Been, I think in the circumstances of 2020 being the yeah. garbage fire every year that's been, 
Um, Animal Crossing was a sort of soothing comfort to most people. But uh, a big announcement there is that they said they were going to announce another Smash Brothers fighter. And I'm sure you all know who this is. And it's a very, it was a very completely, completely unexpected character. It's Zero from Mega Man. No, no. Boris Johnson. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for, for his final smash, he... Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Sephiroth! Yay! You know, one-winged demon thing. The one-winged angel. Yeah. So he's now in Smash Brothers. I like how you get a lot of people during that reveal video that knew who it was as soon as the music kicked in. Because that's his Final Fantasy music, apparently. Yeah. I had no clue. Well, I've hardly played Final Fantasy VII. And it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, this. Even then, I know. I thought it was Dante for a minute. I was like, wait a minute, he's just uh, cut up a giant demon. Yeah. You think this, that, is, this is this is a sign. This is Dante. This has to be. Da- oh, it's Sephiroth. No, it's not. It's not Dante. Dante would have been cool. Yeah. But um, well, Sephiroth's still cool. I think he's good. He looks Fire Pass cool, Two has a good reputation at the moment. The moment they in the, the moment they put Sora in there is the moment where Fire Pass Two goes downhill. Not because I don't like Sora. It's because I don't think he'd work. Because you need Disney cat. Because he is in a, he is technically owned by Disney, and. Nintendo is not Disney, so no. stop asking for him. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, you can ask away. It's just I have. We all have weird picks for Smash Brothers. I want X from Mega Man X, who I Fair still point. think would be better than Sort anyway. Sephiroth at the time now has been released to the world, but before he was officially released, you could do something in an event in the game called the Sephiroth Challenge, which mm-hmm. allowed you to unlock him, basically beat him in a regular Smash match, kind of like what you do with unlocking fighters in the base game. And if you beat him, you could unlock him early. Oh, okay. So that was pretty fun. Sounds it. Uh, other than that, Fighter Pass, the, the eighth official fighter in the entire Fighter Pass was going pretty well until a me costume came out. And now everyone hates it. Well, never now everyone hates. Because um, of a me costume? Yes. Do you want... Yeah. Now, normally a lot of people get really excited over the Mii costume because, oh my god, okay. it's Sans Undertale! Mm. But uh, this time, Sakurai had the audacity to make Gino a Mii costume instead of an actual fighter. So now everyone is losing oh, their mind. Okay. Because... <laughs> it's that thing again. Yeah, because everyone's like, Ooh, not Gino! This is the worst fighter pass ever! We have Steve from Minecraft now! I'm rapidly going to different towns, Raxxers. absolutely no idea what you... It's like something the Exorcist. Oh, don't mess with me. That's my, be- that's my best Mr. Burns impression from The Simpsons. Smithers! Smithers! It's not bad. You're welcome. You're welcome. I have, a, I have a friend at school who's like, I deny this! No, this cannot be! Right, okay. Yeah. So, um, other than Sephiroth being Sephiroth and nearly killing Mario... Uh, which happened in the reveal trailer. Don't worry, Mario is not actually dead. Okay, good. He is very much alive, it's just his overalls. That... We had an indie showcase! Right. We're not getting a Nintendo Direct. Do you want to announce a couple games? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing... I can't really remember them. Fisty Fluffs. Tunche looked quite cool because it literally has Hat Kid from A Hat in Time. Oh yeah, I remember the one. And the big announcement was Among Us. Yeah. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> well, I bought it, didn't I? Because I went on the eShop expecting it to be like 15 quid or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like £3.80 or something like that. And I was like, yeah, okay, that that's in. 
let's give this a punt territory. So I gave it a punt. And it was... Um, yeah, I think I've just played with the wrong people. Because yeah, it's a- my experience in four times in a row in Among Us, current top quality internet gaming sensation Among Us, was to get... Be told that I was a crew member. Everyone then, you know, started the game in the lobby. I went to the first bit for a job or task to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes didn't even get to the task until someone called emergency meeting. Everyone gathered in the emergency meeting. Mm-hmm. One person went, "It's me," and they all went <laughs> and voted for that person. They floated off into space, and it just said, "Blah blah blah blah." Was the imposter victory? Four times in a row. Four times in a row. Oh. I'm just like, is this is this it? Is this is this mm. what is this what this is? It, you need to play it with the right people, I think. I think I need to play yeah. it with people you I get know. Pe- I think it's worse when people just drop out and all that, because people just drop out as soon as they're imposter. No, that's rubbish. Yes, because people can't play the game. That's really bad. Yeah. But I like Among Us. I think it's quite good. I mean... Mm. <laughs> It's one of those games that's actually good and not just designed to be, you know, popular. Yeah. Fortnite. <coughs> it's not. It's not COVID. No. So yeah. Um. But I'm. I'm probably gonna end up buying Tunche when that comes out. That looks quite cool. Well, that looks yeah. quite cool in that presentation. Mm-hmm. We are not getting a Nintendo Direct. Okay. For the foreseeable future. Um. Anyway, so. After this, I have um, a lot of kind of Pokemon news. Uh, Pokemon's kicking off the new year with some celebrations in Pokemon Go, which is literally just some Pokemon in hats. I should know this. Nice. Um, but they're also in space. Right. They're like at, on a space station or something to do with space. I didn't really read it properly. I was kind of thought they were going to do a Pokemon Presents in space, okay. um, which made me think they were going to announce Diamond and Pearl remakes because... Palkia represents space and Palkia is one of the main legendaries in Gen 4 mm-hmm. so surely it means they're going to announce Gen 4 which I still think they could yeah. they could but I thought I was like, oh man although to be fair it was a, it was a Pokemon Presents I think it was just after not the last Pokemon Presents but the one the one that announced Pokemon Unite I think drained me for a couple of days you saw I heard yeah uh, wasn't there an episode of Spaced where one of the guys goes to Watch Phantom Menace and yeah, comes back. comes back. That was me after watching. It was an entire episode based on how much Simon Pegg's character hated Phantom Menace. Yeah, even though we, in other news, I know it's again a bit off topic, but we watched it recently, and it was yeah, we did. We watched Phantom Menace recently, and yeah, yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it was good. Not terrible. It not bit offensively weird. bad. Yes, yeah, it's, it's okay. I enjoyed it. Darth Maul is in there for about. 16 minutes. 16 minutes. Think of the grand total. I'm pretty sure he's in the Clone Wars like five times over. Yeah, probably. Because he's in there much longer even though he's in there for about last four seasons. He's mm. in there. Anyway, so yeah. again, on with this. Super Nintendo World. Do you want to talk about this? Or? Yeah, there was a, a theme park in uh, Universal Studios Japan that mm. uh, is, we've known for for a little while. And uh, Shigeru Miyamoto had... There was a kind of Nintendo Direct but it wasn't about games. It was about the park. Mm-hmm. And it looks incredible. Um, you get little wristbands that you can punch power blocks with and things like that, and yeah. gain coins that go to a mobile app. That Shigeru Miyamoto was walking through like a underground bit with the bombs following him and all this kind of stuff. And he went to the cafe, which is Chef Toad's cafe. Which Her name really is cool. Taste T. 
tea. Yeah. As Arlo gets dragged out of the park by just <laughs> Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Wink. No um, witnesses. It looks really, really cool. Uh, they do acknowledge in the video that it's going to be very difficult for anyone outside Japan to come to the park at the minute because of travel restrictions with COVID. But you know, hopefully one day they'll get it reopened. Uh, you know, well, you know, we'll be able to, you know, go places again. That'll be fun. And uh, but no, it was a nice little video. It didn't reveal every single detail about the park. I think they're leaving a little bit just uh, mm-hmm. for a surprise, which is fair enough. Most people will have um, somebody post on the internet and going, look, I found Donkey Kong. Yeah. It looks really cool. It looks really yeah, nice place. It looks really good. I like the way that Shigeru Miyamoto like, had a little thing of popcorn round in a bucket round his neck on a little strap, but he was trying to hold it close to his chest to hide the fact that he was eating, because apparently it's quite rude to walk around and eat at the scene in public in Japan. Oh. It's kind of a bit seen as not really the done thing, so I'm not quite sure how they're getting around. So he was really kind of like going, oh, it's popcorn. You know, little tiny little piece I will sneak into my mouth. So, uh, Including uh, mushroom flavour popcorn, apparently, which must be a bit of a revelation. But I mean, Well, yeah. Nintendo will find a way to make mushroom flavoured cloth drops eventually or something like that. Wow, there's something. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, what, what mushroom flavoured... What else can we... We'll think about this throughout the podcast, I think. Mm. So, in other news, uh, isn't strictly Nintendo Nintendo themed. I don't know a lot about this, but um, ob- obviously, the world record Minecraft speedrun. Well, I don't know if it's world record, but it's a Minecraft speedrun done by a very popular Minecraft YouTuber called Dream. Uh, was evaluated, and it came back as um, he cheated it. Oh. So it's been taken off the record. I'm pretty sure it's the world record. I don't know. He's gonna watch his his kind of response video to it which is I think he did the right thing with the response video he wasn't just going he wasn't just going I didn't she I swear look at all this and just literally just flailing around for um 20 minutes just going I didn't she I didn't she no look at this I didn't cheat it was he actually got like a bunch of people with like he actually not himself but he hired someone or got someone to do some calculations of the piglin trades and hmm. all that and and he I might we might put it in the link in the description you know all that mm-hmm. to it if you really want to see it I personally I don't really follow dream speedrunning I'm more in, into his like manhunt series and his challenge videos where he tries to beat minecraft in unconventional ways like with a as I watched this morning a giant black hole growing in the world yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah and sapnap continually dying which was, which is like, it's like dream. I I I can't get out. <laughs> so he got um, so I had my my bowl of cornflakes this morning, watching Sapnap suffer. Nice. Okay. What a way to start off. What a way to go. A day. Mm. Get on with the news. We have a new two new Pokemon card sets coming out. I just had to mention these because I felt I maybe had to. Um, I'll mention these quickly because they're not really gaming themed. Well, they're based on a game series, and uh, like we mentioned, Super Nintendo World. But okay, keep going. We've got two new sets coming out. Um, one uh, is a special set called Shining Fates, which is bringing all we should bring all these like cool new shiny Pokemon cards and new V's and variants and reprints and all that. It looks really cool. Although there is. Like most special sets now, there is a Charizard in it, which is going to make people buy tons of it, because Hidden Fates established that we can't have fun without Charizard. 
Yay. Oh, and the other set, um, Fighting Styles, which introduces these new cards called Rapid Strike and Single Strike based on the new Expansion Pass Pokemon Urshifu. And it's two forms, Single Strike and Rapid Strike respectively. And you use these cards. They're kind of like the old Team Magma and Team Aqua cards from Primal Clash and sorts. I think it was Primal Clash. Must have been. Yeah, it must have been. But they got all these really, really cool cards. And it looks like it's... It looks like it's going to be a really good set. The trailer, which I would put a link in the description for and show everyone, but they've taken it down for some reason. Okay. Um, but I maintain the trailer is Captain America Civil War, but if Robert Downey Jr. was a Tyranitar. Elemental image for everyone. Yeah. Just imagine the bit at the end of Avengers Endgame, but instead of I'm Tony Stark, it's just Tyranitar's cry. Hmm. Um, okay. It's just, uh, and in... Final news, um, there was an article on Nintendo Life a while ago about how someone had posted online how they had accidentally made, I think, made, their, made, someone made their brother accidentally name their newborn child after a Pokemon. Uh, they named, so... Now there's a child out there called Zacian. Oh, did they just suggest it was a cool name? Yeah, they suggested didn't tell it was su- Pokemon, so they went, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, because they wanted it to start with Z for some reason. Okay. Which um, I'm sure, which is a very unique, <laughs> which is a very unique thing. It could have been worse. It could have been Zygarde. Mm. Which I, there's a lot of really cool names you could name your child after a Pokemon. Anyway, that's all for the news. Um, that was the news. Yeah, sorry that took a while. Yeah, so <laughs> what are we playing this today? Well, not today. Well, at this particular moment uh, of time. Yeah, in, uh, in when we have free time. So what are we playing? Would you like to start us off? I am playing Yakuza, the first one. Kiwami, the remake on the PS... Well, yeah, PS4. Mm-hmm. But originally it was on the PS2. I did play it on the PS2. I think I've now got past the bit I was on the PS2 version mm-hmm. years ago on this PS4 version. Mm-hmm. I love the Yakuza games. Finished Yakuza 6 a couple of years ago when it came out. Mm-hmm. Finished Yakuza 0, which was the prequel to all the whole thing. Uh, this is obviously Yakuza 1. Uh, there's a remake of the second one. And there's a whole Yakuza collection for 3, 4 and 5 on the PlayStation 4 as well. Mm-hmm. I just love it. There's loads to do. It's a relatively small map, but with Camarocho, but it's got tons of stuff to do in it. Uh, everything's pretty tightly packed, so you're never wandering around too far for no reason. Mm-hmm. And the story is somewhat bonkers, but well, it it's all good. Kirio is a fantastic lead character. Mm-hmm. It walks a very, very thin line between brutality and comedy really, really well. And uh, yeah, it's a good play. It's, I'm enjoying it greatly at the minute. Okay, I am playing at the minute uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I got this game for Christmas. You did, yeah. Uh, Pikmin 3 is probably my favourite Pikmin game by far and my favourite, one of my favourite games of all time. Uh, it's really, really good. It's uh, Pikmin, you control these little, well, you kind of control ish. You're in charge of these little alien plant creatures called Pikmin, and you got a use them to manipulate the environment like um, breaking down walls breaking down walls de- defeating enemies and and retrieving fruit for your crew to uh, survive yeah and 
the more um, enemy corpses you um, obtain, and the Pikmin will then make that make that into more of them. So in theory, you can take on you can take on easily more guys with more Pikmin. There's all kinds of different types of Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Red, blue, yellow, rock, winged, purple, and white. Mm-hmm. I can list them all off by heart. Yes. Um, it's a really good game. I'm really enjoying it. The deluxe version has all the DLC with it. Cool. So you got all the new treasure maps and all that and mission mode stuff. And they've added some new stuff like a lock-on system, a charge system, which basically sends all your Pokemon flurrying forward. Is that in the Wii U version? I'm not sure that's anything. It's something similar. I'm going to say it. But it's similar. No, you mentioned it. I don't remember it being in the Wii U version. But it's something like that in the Wii U version. There's a lot of quality of life, life stuff. And um, there's new prequel. Well, there's prequel. Well, there's kind of like epilogue and... What's the other one? Epilogue and... Prologue. Prologue. Thank you. Sorry. Prologue episodes you can do, and it's a really good game. Highly recommend you check it out. You can get it decently cheap, like forty quid on from like most stores. Tesco's have have it for like forty quid. So, so if you're gonna pick it up, and uh, this is and this is another game we're both playing at the minute. It's a uh, Pokémon Tournament, which is another game I got for Christmas. From yes, you. yes. Thank you very much. Because we played the they had a weekend, didn't they, about a couple of months ago, where you could play the full game on Switch. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And we had a lot of good fun with it, didn't we? Playing two player stuff. It's effectively like Tekken with Pokemon. Hence the name Pokken. Yeah, Pokemon. And it's um it's great. It's really good look it's good fun. You know. Big monsters casting big spells at each other and whacking yeah. each other around all over the place. Not really spells, more like using their elemental abilities to beat the living crap out of each other. Well, the one that seems to open a black hole. Yeah, Gardevoir does that. It's part of its lore that it will protect its trainer with its life and summon black black holes. Right. That, okay. I don't know how well that's doing with the environment and... Or physics that. in general. Yeah, or like the fabric of space and time and reality and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably tearing it apart as we know, but it's a really good game. I enjoy it. It's just really... you really. It's a game that you really have to know how to block because there are not many fighting games that you like need to block yeah like you need to learn it because normally I just go in all offensive because I forget to shield because I'm an idiot <laughs> I do remember sometimes it's just I forget to do it most of the time it's, I rarely shield and smash but with poking you have to block a lot otherwise yeah. you will die quickly um, but it's a really really fun game I enjoy I enjoyed it and I'm glad I got the full game now Mm-hmm. Play it time you want. Yeah, so we can play it time we want. So that's what we're playing at the minute. Nothing much, nothing too ex- exciting. But now we have the game we're going to talk about this today. month's game. Yeah. This so last game. week, if it had a little tune, it would be this month's game. There okay, you go. so we're back. We'll have a little tune in between then. Yeah, probably. We'll okay. just do that. So the game of uh, this week, what I chose, was a game which we recently played and beat together, didn't we? We played through this in co-op, yeah, and we did all the missions on it. Finished well, it, didn't most we? of them. So got some side stuff to do. Oh, okay. And that game is Lego Star Wars Three: The Clone Wars. 
Speaking of watching the prequel movies lately, there's a few bits of this we've recognised. Mainly the ending of Attack of the Clones is the start of this game. Yeah. I've got on the notes here. Lego Star Wars 3, the game was released on the 27th of October 2011 and focused on the first two seasons of the Clone Wars animated series. Hmm. So uh, not season 3, 4 and 5 because they released much later. I really like the Clone Wars animated series, I just think that... It has the power to do whatever it wants because canonically both sides are equal. You can do whatever the hell, hell you want, and they do whatever the hell they want. Like I'm pretty sure nobody guessed that Anakin would train his own Padawan in between the event events of Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Okay. If Ahsoka didn't exist, like I really like the animated series, and I think it's. I just think it's amazing. If you haven't watched it, then watch it, or at least try it. You're not the only person that tells me that the animated series for Clone Wars is really, really good. Why, who else tells you? There's a general kind of consensus on the internet that it's really good quality Star Wars spin-off. Yeah. yeah. Re Rebels gets a bit of flack for existing. Yeah. Which it's is... Rebel Rebel Rebels is good. Anyway. Just anyway, so, enough talking about uh, Rebels still good but not as good as Clone Wars. So, the, in the world of Star Wars games, it's really inconsistent, mm -hmm. isn't it? Because what? What Star Wars games have there been? We've got Jedi Fallen Order, which is the latest. Oh, the actual list. There's loads. Okay, there's loads. Um, the ones that we can remember. Well, there's like the Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi on the Super Nintendo, I remember those. Return of the Jedi, three of the exact same games? Uh, they're very similar, but um, there's bloody Pod Racer on the... good. Well, the N64 on the Dreamcast. Uh, there's the aforementioned Jedi Knight series on the PC. There was um, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, like an old um, flight simulator on the PC mm -hmm. as well. On, I think it was even on DOS, maybe. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, some trash as well. Like the 3D beat em up they tried to make many, many years ago called Masters of Terrace Kazi, which was garbage. You'd think like a lightsaber based fighting game would be quite cool. It's like, you know, Star Wars Soul Calibur, but it's not. Yeah, well, I think the closest we've ever come to that is uh, Darth Vader and Yoda in Soul Calibur. In Soul Calibur 4? Because one of the exclusive to certain consoles. They were exclusive to each console, I think, if I remember rightly. Yoda was in the PlayStation version and Darth Vader was in the Xbox version. But eventually, after about a year, they gave the opportunity to download the other one. The system, I think, was the general system. They still charge for the. Anyway, Clone Wars. Okay, yeah. So, um, in the world of Star Wars games, um, the one that stays the most consistent is the Lego Star Wars series, which is Lego games based on the films. So it was the first two Lego Star Wars games were based on the prequels first, and the second one was the no, it was the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they got, and then those two games got bundled together under the Complete Saga banner, mm -hmm. which is laughable now. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Because that's not even half the saga. No, because Disney came along with money and fancied more money. It's free real estate. Yeah. Mm, so 
Um, so, and then on October 27th, 2011, we have the Black Sheep of the LEGO Star Wars trilogy. I say trilogy, there's another two games, which makes it a five game. A trilogy of five. Yeah. Much like Douglas Adams in the Hitchhiker's series. LEGO Star Wars 3 for a while was kind of forgotten because a lot of people really liked the complete saga and how that was literally... It wasn't just like the two games in a collection, they literally just fused the two together. And they kind of just... a lot of people kind of left out because why would I want to play that when I could just play complete saga? Which is... yes, true, but um, LEGO Star Wars 3 was obviously a technical leap forward in graphics so um, we're going to actually talk about the game now. Uh, yeah. Which would be handy, because this is a game podcast and not a Star Wars podcast. There's probably Star Wars podcasts out there. Yeah. We're just not. No. So the game. So the game. The game is a Lego game. If yes. You know what I mean. Yeah, it contains most of the kind formula of that beat them up Lego have perfected over the years. For like 14 years now. Yeah. Um. Oh God. As old as me. Yep. Oh no. If that was the first Lego game, not Phantom Menace. I bet. I've got a Guinness Book. I didn't remember there was a Phantom Menace Lego game. Which was the sequels, which is all the the prequels we've had together. So it's a Lego game, and you can tell what that means. Lego games are normally quite fun, good to play with, good for the kids. Yeah, good drop in, drop out co op. Nice game like that. Yeah, simple each, enough. Each each iteration has its own. No life system, so you can pretty much die as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like. Lego. Yeah, there's not like a great challenge to them, but they are just a nice. Yeah, they're just comfort food play. for me. Yeah. Really, I, I really enjoy playing them. It's just kind of mm. comfort food because they're just they're just really chilled out. You don't really worry with them. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's based on the Clone Wars and specifically first two seasons, which are which all seasons of the Clone Wars are groups, so wait. But we've got levels based on said episodes and seasons. And so you've got like um, rookies as uh, level the first five episodes I remember right where are all levels except for Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of others like that. There's some based on like the animated film they did and mm-hmm. all that. There's a choice of missions as well. It's not like yeah. linear, is it? It's not like what level one, level two. You can yeah. choose who you want to go after on the map. Yeah. And then do that. You know, each character will have like a chain of different levels, but you can kind of flip back and forth between yeah. each anything you want yeah. to do. So if you get stuck on one, you're not going to get stuck. But if you get bored of one, then you can. Go and do another one for a while. Like how in our playthrough we kind of chased down Grievous first. Was he Grievous first, yeah. Poor coughing robot that he is. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a cyborg. Poor coughing cyborg that he is. Hence yeah. why his eyes are kind of human-ish. Oh, right, okay. I know I'm going to sound disgusting to why the eyes have got kind of... When you look at them, they kind of got a bit of like flesh around them. Kind of that's why, because oh. he's a cyborg. Oh, all his head bits into that yeah. weird well, shaped skull thing. Well, his, uh, he wasn't human initially, it was another species, and his species did look quite similar to that. Alright. Maybe not the forearms part. No. But they were very similar. 
Okay. Anyway, so you can do like separate strands of missions. So there's like three strands you can go after: Ventress, mm-hmm. Grievous, and Count Dooku. Yep. Some of them evolve over time, so like you don't, like you don't chase Ventress for the entire line. You switch to. I can't remember his name, but he tries to create coronavirus in Star Wars. Oh yeah, I remember the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name either, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it'll be something really funny, like. Yeah, Plumpton Vars. That's actually quite a good. That, that, that's probably actually. That's V double Um, it also introduces a bunch of new kind of mechanics for the levels. Like you can now um throw lightsabers, which I'm not sure you could do in the original mm, trilogy. I don't think you could. You can use those activate switches. This. Clone troopers can rally up um, other, well, clone commanders and captains can rally up other troops to do this kind of combined fire kind of thing. So mm-hmm. when you fire, they fire at the same time. You can use that to break gold objects, which would normally be broken by either, in Lego games, lasers or rapid fire, mm. which you can achieve with uh, the clone thing, and you've also got like like these four these really fiddly forced telekinesis bits mm-hmm. in it, which weren't that fun. No. Oh, they're a bit weird. They're a bit janky, but yeah. Yeah, like they're okay. They're okay. okay. So, what your favourite part of the game was? I like the real time strategy battle bits where you get like different Lego vehicles and different tanks across like battlefields and have to do like strategy battles. It's Really cool. I like those. You yeah. get different sort of level. You know, different units cost different amounts of studs. But the more things you defeat on the upper side, the more studs you get. Yeah, and you can, you can just claim enemy bases. It's like yep. a build stuff. It's like a warrior's game, isn't it? Yeah, you can build stuff and send it into battle. It's quite neat. That one. I do like that. I don't think there've been any Lego games since. No, I'm not sure they have. For context, not, not really. No. Anything in the Clone Wars, there's a lot of kind of battle, there's a lot of episodes, like three episode arcs, like battles, and I'm yeah. not sure they will really want to make a level where you just trudge around Geonosis and have battle droids. No. Even though that sounds really awesome. Yeah. Even we're done in like Skywalker Saga, which is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Slight problem with the battle stages, they, they do get a bit kind of repetitive. And... A little bit, they kind of, you, you can sort of blast straight through them if you kind of just hang back and save your money and buy loads of tanks for a little bit you can just go on a lot of salt after that so it's not like the most in-depth you know it's not like Total War or anything like that but it's neat to have a little kind of distraction for a while I think my problem with them is there's no real threat if you lose or not like if you lose an enemy if you look if you like if you have a base well if you make a tank you can't really you know, like, you can't... It's no real threat if you lose. You can't really lose no, bases. No, it's, it's easy going. Like, most of the... sort of one-on-one melee combat system is also quite easy going, quite forgiving. Yeah. It's still got to be designed that way. Yeah, because it's for children. It's mainly for kids. They're not going to make Bloodborne, but with... No. Lego Star Wars. Bloodborne with Lego, though, would be awesome. That would be incredible. <laughs> Someone somewhere's made that. Um, You're not telling me that someone's not created Yarn with like massive little butt bricks. To be honest, knowing the Lego community, I think that's more than possible. That's probably more possible. Maybe worth a Google later on. Yeah, so, do you want to say, and it kind of like, there's a lot of like the real time strategy kind of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of them in the end. The final level is one. Yeah. And the final level isn't too good. Is that the one with the big lizard? Right? Yeah, you don't like that stage, do you? 
I just couldn't quite see how it all culminates in a big lizard. Well, hold on. Um, that wasn't even the final episode of season two. Right. Because. Right. Oh, Lordy, he's getting the DVDs out. Yeah, I've got the box set out and they've all got a... The big box set's coming out. So, season two. How is it PG? I I don't know. Literally, there's a bunch of videos out there of just compilations of people dying in the most gruesome ways in the Clone Wars. Nice, okay. So we just uh, take this out, season two, and and we look at the bottom Mm -hmm. of disc four. Uh, Zillow the Beast is not the last episode. It is Lethal Trackdown is the last episode. Alright. In which it just... In which it involves young Boba Fett, because if you remember at the end of... Ah, uh, we Boba. Attack of the Clones. Django Fett kind of maybe dies. Well, he has a certain problem with his head being a separate postcode to the rest of his body, yeah. Thanks to Mace Windu. Yeah, so ended. Don't, don't think like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. The path of the righteous Jedi is beset by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. You're now trying to sort that out, aren't you? Yes. Uh, so, continue talking. I'm going to continue talking whilst you try and sort out this cover you've taken out the DVD slipcase and then I'll try to put it back in again without it folding over. There you go. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing it cooperatively with you. I know you got a lot of mileage out when it first came out. It was one of the sort of first games you genuinely got well into, wasn't it? Yeah, because... Talking even like pre-Minecraft days or something like that, Yeah, well... Maybe at the same time. About the same time. About the same time. Because... Um, it was really good. And, uh, you know, I'd say it's a nice, easy playthrough. It's not really difficult. It's not going to sort of challenge you and, you know, mm-hmm. wind you up or anything like that. It's just a nice, easy-going bit of fun. I enjoyed it. You're not going to go, God damn it, Grievous and his forearms. That's cheating. Grievous and his forearms. But he's, you know, is that it? Uh, that's much it. So yeah, there's a bunch. Then there's a bunch of side content once you've finished it. Mm-hmm. There's like most level game. Yeah, there's two extra stages you can do. Collecting golden bricks. Yeah, mini kits, yep. and you can unlock characters from the original trilogy. So you yep. can unlock like Darth Vader, which mm-hmm. is which is pretty cool. There's also it also has a really nice hub world, and this is what I really like about Lego Star Wars Three is that. Your main hub world is a Republic Venator. Yep. Which is the ship from the Republic. Well, it's not a ship, there's loads of them. Mm-hmm. Basically, good guy Star Destroyers. And you're mainly, you unlock the more gold bricks you get, the more you can access of that ship. Mm-hmm. Until you can access, until you access the, well, there's not much of the ship, you don't like. Which I think would be quite cool if the more gold bricks you got, the more you could unlock, and the more things you could find, like. Yeah. I think it'd be really, really cool if it did that, but it only really does it to a lesser kind of extent. Like, you unlock the elevator, unlock a couple doors, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be a bit cool, like, unlocking, like... But you do eventually unlock, and this took me forever to work out as a kid. Well, not forever, but a long time. That you can... You can take a ship and, you know, fly off, but you can't... You don't really have free control, you can't go on planets, which is a bit disappointing. No, you can kind of crisscross across a... What is essentially a battlefield, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, space battle. across the other ship. Yeah, which is the Invisible Hand, I think. Mm -hmm. I initially thought it was the Malevolence as a kid, because I thought, oh, yeah, it's so... Yeah, like, it's the Malevolence. How can it not be? It's a big separatist ship. Why wouldn't it be? Malevolence. Sorry. (laughs) And... I initially thought that as a kid, but it isn't. It's the invisible hand, apparently. Okay. And on there, you can unlock all the bad guy stuff. Whee! Yay! 
Alright, so you can unlock Cad Bane, Grievous, who costs an extortionate amount of stats. He's like quarter of a million, isn't he? Yeah, so which he would be. Like, if you're good, if you want Grievous, you have to have deep pockets like Grievous. I don't know if he has much money. I'm sure he does. Uh, he has no evidence of any clothing to have pockets in. He has a cape, and they keep things in the cape. Mm -hmm. well, the capes aren't enough for having pockets in them. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Okay, fine. Maybe, well, maybe he just has an in-built in -built, like, storage bit. Like, storage bits like a car in his leg or something. Yeah, maybe. Like his, like his, his kneecap just has, like... <laughs> Just stored his keys in his kneecap. Yeah. Okay. His credit cards. He's getting his house somehow. You walk his cybernetic dog. Mm. Yeah. So, two questions. Does it still hold up? Because this game is ten years old as of next year. Jesus Christ. Yep. I say it still does. It's yeah. a Lego game. Yeah. I mean, Lego, Lego games, games have got a little bit more advanced in the meantime, but they don't change the formula too much. Yeah. But yeah, it still stands. It's a good fun Lego game. I like it. I think it stands the test of time really well. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely, in my opinion, one of my favourite LEGO games. Mm -hmm. Although not as good as LEGO Star Wars. No, not LEGO Star Wars. LEGO Marvel Superheroes. The first Marvel one, you know, yeah. Because that is amazing. I love that. That's my favourite. Uh, okay. um, um, similar question. Is it still fun today? Yeah, having played it recently with you and finished it, and yeah, I can say it's a good time. I mean, I'd say if you're looking for something to just to, if you're bored of like playing, I don't know, like Final Fantasy or something like that, or something really hardcore like Bloodborne, just play Lego Star Wars 3. Have a chill, yeah. yeah. And laugh at Grievous getting coronavirus. Yeah, because he ends up coughing. Because yeah. yeah. isn't the one bit quite funny? Yeah, that's quite funny. Cast. And he doesn't, he doesn't self-isolate. What a Sith. Not really a Sith. He's not force sensitive because he can't because he's a cyborg. Okay, it's okay with it's... real human eyes or not human eyes, but alien eyes. Yeah, with real eyes. And yes. I'd, I'd say it's still fun today. If you you just want to just chill, or you've got a kid that you want to play Lego Star Wars with, or a kid who just likes the Clone Wars, or someone else who just likes the Clone Wars, just a chill yeah. playthrough, people. Because sometimes I feel like I'm the only chat only. 14 year old or kid that actually liked the Clone Wars. I don't think you will be, but never mind. Hmm. There you go. Anyway, so that marks the end of the episode. Yep. Um, we hope everyone listening has a good New Year. Yeah. And it goes out in time for New Year. But we are going to. Uh, what is. what? But what are we going to do next? What, the game for next episode? Yeah, which you are picking, because I have had I my know. pick. I know, I'm picking. So what is your pick? Do you want me to drum roll? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's. Uh, I know I wasn't very sure about what to do, and I said there was plenty of options, and I said I would have a think about it, and I thought about it, and it struck me in the last, literally the last thirty seconds, what I was going to do. Okay. Well, I would sign up there. Uh, it's a game that I haven't had a lot of experience on, and you have not had any experience on. Okay. Uh, we own it. Um, well, that's it good. We're not a, pirating. Nope. It is remix of older games on older Nintendo systems mm -hmm. and it's apparently uh, a lot of people I know have had great fun with it what's your guess? Super Mario All-Stars no oh it's not okay it's not you've you haven't played it uh, so I'll try to guess then Kirby's Dream Collection oh <laughs> no, I never came out yeah. um he's struggling with this one dear listeners yeah I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I'm really struggling. Oh, God. Oh. Do, do, do. He's looking at the shelf. What he doesn't know is that it's not physically that we have it. I don't know. The steam is rising out of his ears. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was on steam now. No, it's not on steam. I was like, that, that, that. It's on the switch. That, mm-hmm. That, now, that. Um, arcade archives. Okay, what were the clues again? I've had a little bit of a play with it. You haven't played it at all, to the best of my knowledge anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a remake of a game series that appeared on older Nintendo systems. Okay, I got it. Go on. Can't be because we own that physically. I was going to say Street Fighter Collection. Nope. Already done Street Fighter a couple of months ago, man. We're going to drop a Manila clue. It's made by Capcom. So you're close to Street Fighter. Oh, God. It's made by Capcom. Uh, it can't be the Mega Man Legacy Collection. It's not the Mega Man Legacy Collection. You've not played it. Mm-hmm. To the best of my knowledge, anyway. So we want it on the Switch, it's done yes. by Capcom. Yes. And it appeared on a lot of old Nintendo platforms. It appeared on a, well, a particular older Nintendo platform and then got transferred over to the Switch. It was on a handheld. It was on the DS. Mega Man ZX? No. <laughs> Not Mega Man. Ah, I'm really struggling with this one. You are? Yes! <laughs> what the t- Part of the wishes I just said it five minutes ago. Yes! Okay, just say it then. We're going to do Ace Attorney. Okay. Ah, oh, should have known that. Okay. Probably yes, but oh. we got there in the end. Sorry, it's just me. That's all right. So yeah, we're gonna do the Ace Attorney series. Okay. And just see, start that and see what we can do with that, and see what that still holds out today. Okay. So see you next year then. Oh. See you. Well, yeah. See you next I'll, year. I'll <laughs> see you in the meantime then. Yeah, you'll see me in the meantime because you know we're here with each other. Yeah, anyway, so that's enough for now, guys. See you later. Bye for now. Bye.